0: To TV, we are back. Thank you all so much for subscribing, for liking, for commenting. So, of course, I feature everyone independent that does include movers and shakers. So, this is a very special episode. Okay, so this is Sydney Rich. Hey,
1: y'all. Hey,
0: <laughs> so okay me and like one of my partners we like to refer to you as like the festival godmother (laughs) like you are just like you have your hands in so much when it comes to like festivals event production actual camera production artist development creating platforms for artists like you really are that girl like and i just feel like i just want to make sure that i'm able to give you your flowers because you have paved The way for so many people you literally have opened doors for so many creatives here in atlanta like and you're getting me emotional i know i'm trying not to get (laughs) trying not to get emotional but i feel like you make a lot of things happen like you really make a lot of things happen and like you you don't do it in a way of like oh i'm this i am the like you're not braggadocious you're humble you're genuine you just have a
1: warm open aura just about you so Thank you. Like, seriously, I am getting emotional, but I i receive my flowers. I appreciate you so much. I uh, genuinely, I really honestly do, because although, yes, to your point, I do just from the heart and I want to provide and I want to do that. It is nice to be recognized. I will not lie. And so I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm so proud of what you're doing. I'm so proud of this and all the other things that are growing for you. And so it's just awesome to be recognized by someone that i also admire and respect and have seen grow and get to this level so thanks thank you thank you well speaking of me
0: growing and getting to this level like a lot of things would have not been i wouldn't have had certain opportunities if it wasn't for you so okay let's start with we met i met you doing a3c like what year i feel like i met you in 2017 or 18. So I met you because you came to one of Posey's events. I believe you were a panelist at one of his events. Mm-hmm. And then I met you on my own. I think I
1: invited you to one of my events. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. And um, um, I remember it was at, um, I feel like it was at Pullman Yards. It was somewhere. Where was it? It was like a warehouse right Sydney you throw so many
0: events between me and you throwing so many events I really do not
1: know where was it it was like a warehouse and you went in the back and um crap I feel like I saw you at artisans though I feel like you came to artisans definitely came there but you also had another one and it was like um I think that was your um was it a
0: Juneteenth event The Juneteenth
1: event okay. yeah I remember your hat your hair was curly and blonde at the time mm-hmm. um but yeah that was oh it was at the bakery yes okay in that back area mm-hmm. yes that's where it was yes but you utilized that like warehouse space mm-hmm. part yep
0: okay see it's just been so many times <laughs> but it's like okay so i want to know your timeline from like working with a3c then you had your own platform the formula then i know you kind of did things like one off with like mike sick y'all would do certain things like with work crew so i just want to know the timeline for how did you get involved with a3c that's mainly where a lot of people know you from
1: yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) um so um to be honest with you, I didn't know anything about A3C for the longest time. Even though my sister, she's an artist herself, her name is Star. She's a part of that old Atlanta, like for real, for real. And so she would perform at A3C all the time. Mm-hmm. And so the year that, so 2015, she was performing. And for some reason that was a year where I was like super lost in the sauce. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was doing makeup. I was a makeup artist after I graduated from college.
0: You also told me that when I first met you, you told me you do like the Halloween dramatic makeup. Yeah.
1: So I, that's the trajectory I went on after college. And by that time I'd like worked on a movie and I realized, "Mm, I don't really like this. It's kind of boring. Um, so I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I always love music. And so, uh, Wiz Khalifa is one of my favorite artists. Okay. Of all time. Okay. He's in my top, whatever. He's my fun one. And he was performing at a three C and they were like, Hey, if you work this event, you get to see wiz for free. And I'm like, say let, so that's literally how I got introduced to a three C because oh, of wow. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> okay. And so in 2015, I volunteered and it just so happened that like when you volunteered it was like at that time it was like some third party company and they just placed you wherever you didn't get to choose i didn't know i didn't know anything Mm. and i got placed at the artist check-in table Mm -hmm. and along with mecca um who she's still at a3c um as of now and so we were both at the artist check-in table and the artists would come you know get your badges blah 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 and i don't know how i got there but it was like the best job because the festival director was there the festival manager was there and like i didn't know who these people were i was just doing my volunteer job and it was you know a little chaotic from time to time, as Mm -hmm. we've all experienced. Right. And so (laughs) we were trying to troubleshoot. And so we were actively helping. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because that's just how I am in general. Mm -hmm. And I just did my thing. I had like a minimum amount of hours that you had to do. Mm -hmm. And I did my hours and that was it. Mm. And then I peaced out. I went to my sister's show. It was at the music room. Oh, rest
0: uh, in peace, the music room. Truly,
1: like truly. Oh, God yeah so I went to her show and then I went to the Wiz show and that was when it was off of Edgewood and so I did all the activations I went by myself I was always going by myself anywhere and um I had fun and that was that and then the 2016 rolled around and after working with A3C now I'm like paying attention I'm following them I met Yusuf um and so I was just kind of like You know what, I kind of want to work there. Like, I kind of want to do something in that space. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems cool. And I went to uh, a social club and I had a, this was like the first time. This is so funny. Usually like this is the first time I did this. I researched everything. I was like, who are these people? And so I researched, I was like, who's the director? Who's the production director? Who's the festival manager? Like I researched everyone. And so when I went to the social club, I had an agenda. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to speak to these people. Okay. Like That's my goal. Mm. Yeah. So, um, it was at the top of uh, delightful eats and the, on the rooftop. And I went and, uh, it was fun. Of course I'm having a fun time, Mm -hmm. but then I'm like, okay you know I gotta right
0: you had some intentions
1: exactly and so oddly enough like at the end of like it was towards the end it was like a group picture mm-hmm. and everyone's like get in the group picture and I'm like mm. okay mm-hmm. so like I'm in the group picture I was with the homie Nicole we're, like we're in the group picture mm-hmm. and I was like right next to Mike Wahlberg like in the picture mm-hmm. who was the um one of the founders of A3C, the original founders. And at the time the, uh, the director, and he was like, literally like over my shoulder and mm. I'm like, oh, this is my opportunity. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, after we took the picture, I was like, Hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. And he was like, Oh no, you worked registration. I was like,
0: Oh, wow yeah. Uh, alignment. Yeah.
1: So I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I worked registration. Yep. And so he's like, well, what are you doing now? And I'm like, uh, working at Mac <laughs> and he was like, like the computers. And I'm like, oh no, like the makeup company. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, maybe you should come by the office. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I can do that. Like I can come by the office. I'm definitely down. And so that's essentially how it started. So wow,
0: And you just been a festival girl since then. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, you done worked on like Afropunk art basil a lot of different things you work with work crew like you've literally worked on projects with Youssef for like one music fest yep. like literally so many things so like we deal with like artists and artists development and stuff like that so what are a lot of mistakes that I would say on like a festivals end what are some things that you see where festivals kind of go wrong or things festivals can improve
1: well, now festivals are kind of all capitalistic and weird. Like, mm. they're, it seems like you just want to shove as many artists as mm-hmm. you can on the bill. Mm-hmm. And you are, they look the same. There's, mm. like, they look the same. Like, if you go to Rolling Loud or if you go to Coachella or if you go to Day and Night, like, they're all going to be the same artists. Mm-hmm. And so, you know it's interesting in the hip-hop space Mm -hmm. I feel like we've that was what's what was cool about a3c Mm -hmm. it was very it was very curated right okay once upon a time and so it had a it had you know a a, a purpose Mm -hmm. an intention behind Mm it and so with that that's how it started south by same type of way right there's Mm -hmm. a purpose of uh, to that Mm -hmm. and so now with festivals It's just like oh everyone's just performing Mm -hmm. and there's not like there's not like this um, feel
0: or more experience or
1: or the artist isn't getting a whole experience Mm -hmm. right if they're not a performing artist Mm -hmm. then they don't matter right okay you know Mm -hmm. and like i was interested in a3c because of the formula like Mm -hmm. (laughs) no pun intended yeah, um, the formula, <laughs> the formula. We
0: gonna get into that next.
1: But it was like, oh, these artists, any artists can come and learn skills and meet people and then go on and have fun and see their favorite artists. It was like a very like, it was like a workshop. It was like, it was like homework. Mm-hmm. It was like school for like an artist mm-hmm. in, a, in a cool way. And so like, I feel like now the mistake is not the artist's fault it's just kind of like the industry's fault it's just very like how many streams do you have mm. who who's your talent booker what label are you with like whatever mm. you think because, it's very
0: political and
1: like you said okay period And Mm. I got to see all of that. It is extremely political. Mm. It's not as if this artist is better than this artist, but Mm. this artist knows this person that's Mm. a talent buyer for this festival. Mm. So if you look at a festival lineup and you're like, what are those artists doing on there, the talent buyer, like that's how those artists are on there. So if you don't have a, if that talent buyer doesn't have a relationship with this label or, you know. This artist, then you're not even going to be considered, looked mm-hmm. at, you know, put into the the hat. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I think I'm hoping that there can be more festivals that like re and like reinvigorate that A3C vibe, mm-hmm. where it's like independent, like truly mm-hmm. pushed independent artists. Mm-hmm. Because now, if you're not signed or you don't have a co-sign, if you don't have certain
0: relationships or certain clout like you said there's no way you're getting on that stage which is why i appreciate the platforms that you have created specifically like you said for independent artists one show that i enjoyed coming to was the formula i liked the content series the lab all of it was just great i remember you had grip on there i literally met grip i met grip for the first time interviewing him for your platform
1: you Let know what I'm saying? Know, teacup. Let them
0: know. <laughs> okay. So the formula, you had it at all five. And back then, I feel like when you had the formula, it was hard to get out five. Like right. everybody couldn't have access to that.
1: Yeah. So that was um, so you know, we all go, we all make choices. And uh-huh. that was a choice at the time. I was working with somebody mm-hmm. that we initially met through A3C. Mm-hmm. And um it was kind of just like two brains coming together. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, it didn't work out, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. But um, because of her uh, previous work with uh, A3C and Mm -hmm. the venues and things, she had cultivated her own relationship. Mm -hmm. So we were able to get aisle five Mm -hmm. without having to like go through A3C, Mm -hmm. right? Because that was my main thing now looking back i probably could have gone through a3c and -hmm. they would have been down but i didn't know i was new there right right? i didn't want to step
0: on toes right and
1: And a lot of that came from me knowing like really dope artists Mm -hmm. that weren't getting booked on these showcases Mm -hmm. and i'm like frustrated Mm -hmm. i'm like what and then like the artists and the the showcases that were around because at that time this is 20 I started the formula in 2016, mm-hmm. yeah, 2016. And so 2015, 2014, there were not, like now Atlanta and Showcase is like synonymous. That was not the case. So I definitely wanted to bring that up because I
0: feel like your people like you, I feel like there's a lot of us, but people like you have made it a norm for independent artists to perform everywhere, for independent artists, for showcases to be a theme. Mm-hmm and I definitely got that feel from the formula. Like, literally, I feel like now, in a time now, it's way easier to book out five. A lot of people, all those venues, like, they became more accessible. A lot of people were having showcases every day. People were just having showcases with their friends. And I feel like you kind of created that narrative, that do-it-yourself. Like, you know, it's good to be a part of A through C. is good to be a part of those platforms. But I feel like you were a part of, okay, do-it-yourself. Yes. And, like, different venues. You are all, you've always been such an open, like, anybody can reach out to you not anybody but (laughs) i feel like people could always reach out to you and come to you for help yeah and i feel like you were solid
1: like i appreciate that it's because you know why not you know like why not help people why not and i'm a virgo so i'm extra helpful in general like it's just my nature but it's like i saw that too i saw the other side of people not helping people hoarding things and keeping yeah and the information is not top secret it's just people need to know it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so with that when when we came when it came to creating the formula I'm like people deserve a platform people deserve to feel f- special and like their art is people want to hear it and they should have a green room and they should have good sound mm-hmm. and they should have all these things mm-hmm. because that helps them feel inspired to keep going mm-hmm. when you give someone that opportunity where they feel like they're the star mm-hmm. that helps them to keep wanting to pursue that mm-hmm. because I can like it blows my mind, the artists that I booked on the formula and where they are now. Right. You know what I mean? Like Clay James was one of the first artists that was on there. Michael Aristotle was on there. Jay Newton, um, Deontay Hitchcock, Grip, Baby Rose, like these artists were have been amazing. Yeah. And And you
0: literally got them at underground performing at showcases type level like that's what makes it like wow it's so cool and like speaking of you have such a warm heart you're so like 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 I said you're so just genuine genuinely loving and it's like it makes so much sense that you're into tarot reading so definitely want to get into that so what sparked your interest in like tarot reading like getting into all of that because I wouldn't say you pivoted Mm -hmm. I would say you still do both Mm -hmm. but you really have built a brand around like spirituality like, and yeah. cards and stuff.
1: Um so and you know because you got a reading to from me like way before mm-hmm. anyone got a reading from me. Um because it was something that I've always been interested in, but it was as usual like still to this day still weird. People think it's weird or like
0: you think you're a witch yeah you're a
1: witch (laughs) and the devil and like all of this stuff that is just so it's like i kept it to myself because i didn't feel comfortable i felt like i was going to be judged i felt like people wouldn't understand and some people still don't but now i'm to the point where i don't give a fuck. (laughs) and so it was one of those things where i was a human like all of us and after college i'm like after getting an education And we can educate ourselves without going to college as we know, but after learning about religions, different religions, and just like socialization and like all of that, it just really made me question things. Like, why do I believe what I believe? Why is this, you know, I just started whying everything. So I went through that phase and it kind of got me on this path, you know, from like reading certain books. Um, and seat of the soul was actually the first book that I read, which ironically my dad gave to me and he still is very like question marky about my tarot. Oh, wow.
0: But, um, wow.
1: yeah. And so he and my mom, but, um, mm, be like that. yeah, but they're not, they, they keep their mouth shut. Parents just it, don't
0: understand sometimes. I'm
1: telling you. Um, so yeah, so from there I, that's where that was like psh, a while ago. And so, I've done. This is my eighth year, so I'm going to be going into my ninth year Mm -hmm. reading tarot. Mm, What? Yeah. So it's been something I've been doing since college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so after that, well, it was after college. You know, I'm old. Um. um, So yeah. So Tara, I would always go to work. So I worked at Mac, right? And so I would bring my deck with me to work, and my coworkers would be like, "Hey, we do a reading on my break," and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And so I started doing it like that. And I did a reading for this one coworker, and she was asking about her uh, paternal father. Like, that's a legit, like, huge question. Yeah. Like. And so I what? did the reading, and what came up, I I was like, I feel like you were going to have contact with him. You're going to meet, like, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, literally, I would probably, like, I forgot about it, right? Mm-hmm. Months later, she's like, Sydney, I just left from meeting my birth father oh my
0: god i'm like
1: what so like when that happened i'm like hmm that's interesting and like wow so that gave me confidence um and so for there i would just always like bug my friends like if we're having like a girls night i was always like doing tarot so like everyone that's like closest to me they've known i've been doing this so when the pandemic hit right Mm -hmm. so 2019 was the last year that i worked with a3c and it was a very traumatic year for me, okay? Like, hated it, okay? Hated everything. Hated, hated it. Hated life, hated everything. I was so depressed. I've never been so depressed in my life.
0: Girl, I would (laughs) have never known that. Could you just be so, hey guys. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, no, I was miserable, Mm. miserable. And so, um, like you said, all that glitters is not gold, you know what I mean? And like being able working in these festivals, and I'm so very thankful, but you also get to see behind the scenes, and it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was tough. And so after that season was over, I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do because okay. I'm like, I'm not going back to that. Mm-hmm. And so I was literally at a crossroads and very confused. And I literally had a prophetic dream believe it or not and um f- when i woke up from that dream i was like tarot like tarot is what you need to be focusing on mm-hmm. so at the end of 2019 i had already put it in my head that that was going to be my main focus and i started working on a spiritual event mm-hmm. like okay. that was what i wanted to do for 2020. Mm. so then COVID. boom we know yeah covet happened so that went on pause but um in that time i was able to launch arcana atl as my tarot business because i'm like oh well let's let's do it but Might it's well. yeah but it's interesting because i started that that idea in january mm-hmm. so before covid was mm-hmm. even a thing COVID
0: hit in march yeah
1: i already was on that path to saying like i want to do more tarot readings mm-hmm, i want to mm-hmm. do this and so when that happened it just made sense to, like, create a business around Mm -hmm. it. So, yeah. And what's crazy is, like, I feel like
0: 2020, when COVID hit, that was the year a lot of people really sat with themselves, really wanted to explore themselves deeper. Of course, you were kind of forced to because of what was going on in the world. So for you to start that business, it was, like, right on time. and as you said i've got a i got a reading for you before and we're gonna do a mini reading tonight but i just want to know your process your thought process of like when you're pulling a card or when you're reading someone like what does that look like for you
1: yeah for me it's not one of those things where like I'm walking around and I just like know everything about everyone. Right. (laughs) Because I'm very like in general, like, and that's, what's so funny when people are like, I'm an empath and I just feel everything. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But it's like unhealthy. Mm, Like you shouldn't be feeling that type of person. Yeah. Because then you're affected by other person, someone else's energy Mm -hmm. and that's not good. Mm
0: -hmm. You know what
1: I mean? And so I went, so back to uh 2019 mm-hmm. i was going to meditation every monday mm-hmm. women's meditation with my mentor and now mm-hmm. my business partner keisha the psychic yogi and that was my solace during 2019 mm-hmm. i would never miss a women's meditation because mm-hmm. i'm like this is what's keeping me going
0: i remember you saying that dealing with the festival i remember you saying you had to medicate meditate medicate to yeah. but <laughs> meditate to really balance because girl with music and festivals and that career path it'd be like you said it'd be a lot yep. going on so when you're pulling the
1: cards and you're reading someone like how do you do you have to make sure your energy is right or so now it's kind of like second nature to be honest even earlier today I was doing a shift I work on sanctuary which is like an app and I was like I was rushing 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 got to home got home literally sat down over my computer and like boom a reading comes in i'm like oh like i'm about to have to read for someone like Mm -hmm. let me like breathe real quick so that's really what i do like i take deep breaths i always tell my client to take three deep breaths and just to bring your energy to the present moment because that's what i'm reading i'm reading your energy and so if my energy is scattered if yours is scattered then i'm gonna pick up on that so bring the energy in and then to be honest i scan my body so um we all know about chakras or if you don't chakras are like energy centers. I was just
0: telling Cs about that. Yeah.
1: And so I literally can pick up cuz we can it's a whole the whole another thing but mm-hmm. there's different ways that psychic people or intuitive people get their information. Mind you we are all intuitive beings so you all have that same uh ability. It's just where I it's, got Yep. It's just where it's coming in. And so with mine I just know things mm-hmm. so that's clear called cognizance. so i just know it and i don't know why i know it but i know it and then the other one is clairsentient and clear empathic and that means i feel things so when i'm connecting with someone's energy i'm literally like scanning my body and my body will tell me where i'm feeling energy mm. and that chakra is usually connected to a certain thing that someone's going through Mm -hmm. or a block that may be happening there or some frustration or some confusion and so i feel it in my actual like body Mm -hmm. the other person's energy
0: okay okay so girl i booked the reading i booked the you know we're gonna do a little bit of it while we're in an interview so i want you to Read my energy all right
1: y'all so i'm going to use my light seers tarot what if a demon hop out of me could that happen no (laughs) and that's the other thing people like we're all humans right and so we're just humans so to your point also how am i reading energy i'm gonna think so what we're gonna do like i said i'm just doing like a pre-shuffle so go ahead and take three deep breaths i'm gonna chew two
0: You know, when people do music, they'd be
1: like, oh. amazing. And now we're present and tell me your birthday. May 26th, so I ask you your birthday. I know your name. I know your real name. I know your teacup name. And so <laughs> I'm thinking of that in your birthday, in my head as I do this. Okay. So that's how I'm connecting to your energy. Okay. So I can ask a question. So what does spirit need Teacup to know right now? What energies are working? What's going on? What's messages that she needs to hear? What's up? Clarity. (coughs) And then when I just feel it, I just stop.
0: This reminds me of like Cleopatra. You know how people would go to like the Cleopatra's in the movies?
1: Yes. (laughs) so i uh, we're doing a mini reading so Uh i pulled three Uh and then i have uh, always a bottom of the deck message which is really cool so i'm going to start with this bottom of the deck message along with this so tarot is split into major arcana and uh, minor so we have all minor cards here but you have three court cards which is really interesting court cards are usually signify people so with you you're coming up in two different ways so we have the knight of swords and so swords energy is air energy You're gemini so this air energy now as you can see here he's like running and then maybe we can i don't know cut to it on the camera somehow but he's running towards this motorcycle so this energy here is about your ambition your goals your focus where you're going and you have a clear Path now, and it might've been, it might've taken some time to get the clarity, but now that you know exactly where you're going, you're going for it. And you you're, you're nothing's going to get in your way. And so just like here, he's going like movement is happening. So do know that what you're doing right now, your, the clarity, the intention behind your choices and your actions are moving you forward. Things are actually moving. So if it's felt stagnant it's no longer going to continue to be stagnant because you're moving forward you know what you want and you're going for it now bring to the base of this is this queen of queen of wands so another court card and this is cool this is fiery energy and this is your creativity this is just your creative essence your unique ability to make something do things make it happen just like you were saying mirrored energy there I make things happen. You make things happen. And you also do it in your own way. You're unique. You don't listen to outside influence. You go from your gut. And this is also very like spirit oriented energy. It's like, it wills you forward to be creative, to be yourself, to think outside the box, and this is also very entrepreneurial energy. Okay. So th- those two things combine. these powers combined for real though your focus and the fact that you are just innately creative and that you have this spark about yourself that's like very freeing and it's like i am not going to feel restrained i am not going to feel stuck i will always create and always move forward so that's your energy coming through really strong Uh now this is more so about i would say a this knight of cups is another person so my personal page at sydney c-i-d-n-e-e underscore rich um yes i still do events no i cannot do your event but because ah! uh, <laughs> people do dm me and i tell them the same thing i'm just working with a worker right now and doing my own whatever and so i'm not in the in. i cannot help But if you have a question, I would love to answer it for you. Um, And then you can book a reading at arcana, A-R-C-A-N-A dot A-T-L. Please follow that page. So that's my uh, tarot page as well as our weekly and monthly meditations. Um, So, yes.
0: And thank you so much, Sydney, once again, for just being a light, just being a person that is lovable. She said, no, she can't work with you unless she had a budget. Probably not even that yeah like um
1: yeah so you i will want always energy, you care about the energies and yeah and like the purpose and and mm-hmm. that's the, that's the other thing it's not like in a rude way i can't work with you it's just kind of like because a lot of people have dm'd me and i say the same thing to them it's like i'm not you know focused on that right now um but if you have a question it's just that i think a lot of times we we still need to figure out or people need to understand the what really goes into an mm-hmm. event and. Um, Yeah, I'm not in the space to want to teach that. right? I I I just am in that space to be like, oh, you know what I'm going to do and I'm going to come and you're going to give me the information and the tools and resources needed to make it happen. Not me making it happen. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. And thank you guys for tuning in to Spill the TTV. Make sure you follow me at teacup, p underscore. Spill the TTV. Spill the T with two A's. And then yes, make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, great, I'm 21 years past the 27 Club. It's like I went back into my past and then I sped it up. Robert Johnson, Winehouse, and Morris, found what heaven was. Heaven on earth. This shit is magic with no fairy dust.